Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Pretty Basic. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the internet. This is Pretty Basic. I'm your co-host, Alicia Marie. And I am your other co-host, Remy Cruz. It's so funny because the small chance that someone who's listening to this has never listened to us before gets that intro. But like the people who've been with us for five years, they're like, Bitch, we know. We get it. That's so true. We should be like, hey, hey, hoes. Hey, what uh, basic bitches? We wanted to say basic. Well, okay. I feel like overall- babes is what we wanted. We wanted it to be basic bitches, but we were like, oh, but like maybe we should be a little more PG and just call them like basic babes. Yeah. But we'll leave it up to you. Do you identify with babe or bitch? Maybe it changes daily. I was just going to say, I think I change daily. When I'm feeling uh, bitchy, I'm a basic bitch. But when like most of the time I'm a basic babe. I feel like today you're like very cutesy and like you're a basic babe. Thank you. Today I'm a basic blink because I'm I'm channeling my Jenny from Blackpink. I love it. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm honestly doing pretty good. Good. Things have been really good. I love that. You know, unlike some of the listener stories we have today, because damn, y'all... Y'all are, some of y'all are not doing good. Yeah. So let me just give a little backstory. We're just going to get into it. Let me give you a little backstory. Um, one of my best friends has been going through her first situationship and it has been very rough. And she has told me that I have free will to speak about it on the pod. And basically she was over at my house and we were just like divulging on everything that happened and just going through everything. And like, he fucking sucks. And if you watch this, I fucking hate you. And I hope that you crash and burn. Just kidding. Not the last part, but. I hope that you really think about what you did to her because she's fabulous. And um, I hope that you really work on yourself and don't do this to other people because it's just really upsetting. But anyway, she came over and we were talking about everything and I was just giving her all of my advice from like my own personal situationship, which I've like talked about here on the pod. And it's really crazy because I was going through it while we were on, on the, the pod, podcast. like at the very beginning of the podcast, I feel like it was when it was like on its tail end. I still want us to re-listen to some of the first, ep- maybe in honor of the five years. I really up. would rather not. <laughs> we started Pretty Basic five years ago in October. Uh-huh. It's almost October. Yeah. It's, Octo- is it Oct- it's October by the time they're hearing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we should re-listen to some and just hear where we are then Everything. versus now. I think that'd be really fun. I I know I should. I think I just feel so badly for myself back then. I, th- I No, 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 no. I feel like you're going to listen and you're going to be like, and laugh. laugh. You're gonna be like, I, yeah. ah. that's, and that's what I kept telling her. So I was giving her all this advice. And yes, I was going through a very long situationship at the time when we started this podcast. And I feel like I uh, was talking about it a lot, but like alluding to it, like mm-hmm. very behind the, like I'd be saying stuff on the pod, 
hoping that he would hear. I would say <laughs> stuff on the pod, um, you know, without outright saying what, who was it about or what it was about. Um, but you obviously knew what was going on and you were like the only reason I got through that fucking situation ship. But also I was the Delulu friend who was like, oh my God, maybe he like, maybe he's in love maybe with you he will actually. Change him. Yes. Like I was that friend. I'm so sorry. No, which we all need one of those friends, but I was giving her all the advice from my experience. I was giving her advice that you taught me during that time that really stuck with me all those years. Oh my God, I love And that. Uh, again, with her full consent, I was like, can we talk about this on the pod? Because I know this is a universal experience. Mm -hmm. Obviously everybody's situation is individual to them. Also, it has a name now. I think for the longest time, people didn't really, they'd be like, we're not together, but we're a thing and da, 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 da. And now the word situationship has gone it's like so viral. Yeah. Which like if you if the small chance you don't know what it is, no problem. That's probably great because that means you're, you're not in one or you're going to hear the definition and be like, oh, my God, I'm in a situation ship and I had no idea. But the actual definition is a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. So you're basically friends with benefits without the friends with benefit title that you both agree on or whatever, but yeah. you're like, we're together, we're doing all the boyfriend, girlfriend things, but there's no title. Someone right now is like, I'm in a But they don't even know. Don't know. I, don't know. I mean, with my friend, I feel like she didn't even really put it together too. So I thought they were official. Yeah. I didn't realize they, they weren't, weren't official. They weren't. And I'll give you guys like some of the details of my friend, but I also just think like this would be very cathartic for people to hear. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to give a disclaimer that again, everybody's situation is individual. I will say there were very like commonalities between my situationship and her situationship, my friend's situationship. So um, I'm just kind of speaking to those today. Obviously we're aware that like everybody's situation is different. Um, sometimes it's the guy who is kind of more so leading it. Sometimes it's the girl. Sometimes it's, you know, whoever's in this situation. And sometimes they work out. Sometimes they don't. Yes. And also not just say like, they're all just guy girl relationships, but um, you know, it's different for every single person, mm -hmm. but uh, we did pull some statistics because we are women in STEM and we <laughs> thought we would start with these and uh, then kind of get into the nitty gritty and just give you guys advice on, because I can guarantee if someone, a lot of people listening to this are in a situation ship. So we, we put it on the Instagram, which if you're not following pretty basic official, you should, because that, this is where we got all of our, our research, our yes. data. Yes. If yeah. You will. And if you want to take part in our next survey census, then uh, you should follow us and join in next time because I feel like it's really fun. So first off, right off the bat, have you ever been in a situationship? Read those percentages, girly. 87.3% have been in one. Yes. Okay. So my most heart, people you do can, can know. Can you hear my heart breaking currently? Most people know the definition. Oh, I already feel bad. Like this already makes me so sad. I feel like I'm like reopening old wounds. I no, feel sad. Because this, what was that quote? Oh my God. I remember always saying this to you. I was like, um, a pat, like a, a wound can't bleed again if it's a scar or something, remember? Oh, that's right. And it was like, clearly it was still, it wasn't a scar yet. It was a stab. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. I say that, that's <laughs> right. Oh my God, truly like my situationship was so sad, but it if it weren't for him, you and I would not be sitting here on these couches today. No, we literally started a podcast because of him. <laughs> And we don't have to pay him percentages. It's amazing. No. Oh, <laughs> shout out to him. Okay. Um, so yeah, 87.3% say yes. And then on top of that, 9.4% are saying yes. And they're in one right now. Okay. So that leaves 3.3% that have not been in a situation ship. Or they don't know. Or or they're not sure. <laughs> but that means that, let me see. Let me crunch some numbers. 
the math filter. 96.7% have been in a situationship. How long did your longest situationship last? As short as four days or up to nine years. Nine years. I have a friend. I feel like every episode I'm like, I have a friend. I have a friend. I have a friend, but I really do have a, a friend. lot of friends. <laughs> and I have a friend that has been in a situationship since we were in college, which was 2013. Oh, it was even going on for years before that. I would say like 2012, maybe. Uh, so she's going on 11. So she's got you beat. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. See, yeah. I think my heart just goes out for those people because I feel like those are the and I could be fully judging the situation from an outside and, and not be seeing the whole thing. But I feel like when, a, and I know some people truly don't want to get married. And I, I love when a, a, a couple can agree on that. They're like, no, I don't want to get married. We're both just living our life, whatever. But I, I always hate when I feel like one of them's lying. Like they're just going with the other person's opinion of like, oh yeah, like we don't want to, we don't want to get married. But I'm like, are you, and then they're in a situationship situation, but it's just because they're, going with the other person, what they want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that happens more times than not. Yeah. I mean, when you're in it, I feel like you, there's so many things I like need to tap back in that brain. But I do think with, with mine for so long, I, I wanted to fix him. That was mm -hmm. the thing. I was just like, I, I'm, that happens so frequently. And again, I'm just speaking to like my situation, but I wanted to be the one that he chose. I wanted to be the one to, to like, you know, be able to, again, just like fix him. I think I was willing to take breadcrumbs to mm -hmm. be able to like give myself that title. But looking back, I've learned so much over the years, but I think that, I mean, I would have done a lot of things that I didn't want to do. And I feel like I already did do a lot of things I didn't necessarily want to do because I just wanted to make it work. Isn't it crazy how like things that are cliche or stereotypes are sometimes like there's a, like a lot of people want to fix people in relationships. Like that's such a cliche thing that's out there, but like it's cliche for a reason because a lot of people feel that way. Obviously yeah. there's some people who don't, but it's so crazy how like, it's just something in us. We're like, I'll change him. I'll fix him. Or he's been hurt before, but then he's going to like, I'm going to show like, but every time it feels like the exception. It, it Oh, everybody thinks, I always think of the, um, how to, you no, wait, what is not the, the, not the movie? Exception. Oh my God. What's the movie? Not how to lose a guy in 10 days. I saw it for my 13th birthday. What was it? The one with Jennifer Goodwin, where it's like, you are not the exception. What is that movie? Did I not see it? Yes, you have. It's got Jennifer Aniston, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Goodwin. No strings attached? No. Bad, the breakup one? No. Oh my God, what is it? Da, 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 Justin Long, Scarlett. I love Justin Long. Not Scarlett Johansson, that's a different one. Or is she in that one? He's just uh, not that into you. We all want to be the exception. Mm -hmm. And 99.99% .99 we're not. I think though, what you're talking about is, like if I'm trying to tap into my brain again, it's like most of it is really on you. Like I wanted to, for my ego to be able to like say, I I fixed him. I was good enough. I It was all, all of my situationship boiled down to me not having self-worth, which again, we'll just like get into that in a little bit though. Because <laughs> like, I'm not ready to slide. crack that one open. Yes. Um, okay. Have you ever had a situationship lead to a relationship? 75.7% no. 24.3%. Yes. That's actually like more than I would think, yeah. honestly. But Ooh, still okay. three fourths are no. We're getting into the nitty gritty. When did you realize it was time to move on? When we finished the deed and he talked about how he missed his ex. <sighs> yeah, that's a oof. I'm like, was he still in you? Because <laughs> he probably fucking was. 
I fucking hope not. No, but like, it probably fucking was. Sorry. Well, no, he was like thinking about it when he was in you, but like, he didn't say it till after. Like, I'm sorry. What are uh, we working with? Ejac- Mid ejaculation. I miss her. Teresa. Ter- Why did you say Teresa? <laughs> the first name I can't. I was Teresa. Name. I was oh my God. Um, When they stopped making an effort to reach out, so I had to stop for them to even notice. Yes, mm. totally understand that. After he gave me an excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse and so forth. Yes. When I decided to choose myself and realized the other person was not going to be there for me like I was for them. Mm. Slay. I realized it was time to move on when he kept giving me the same excuse as to why he couldn't be in a relationship and how he was never, quote, ready. Mm-hmm. After starting therapy, we I love, love it. I love all of these. I mean, I don't love them, but I mean, I, I felt so many of these mm-hmm. personally and I get it. And, and I, I feel get like it. a lot of them come down to, I finally just got tired of putting up with the same shit. Like you get so worn down. You're like, this is not worth it. Oh my God. I can't wait to talk about like more later. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I, I completely agree with that. Do you still think about them? 51.1% said yes. Uh, 17% said maybe. And 31.9% said no. That's wow. like, you know what? That's normal. I think it also just kind of depends on how long ago it ended. Yeah. Or also with the situationship and what's hard is you kind of never know when it's over because mm-hmm. for the most part, it is like that you don't talk, you know, it goes from like really hot and heavy to talking like once every couple of days to talking like once every couple of weeks. So you never know like, when are they going to fucking poke their head back in because they always come back. They always so it's like back. that lingering feeling of like, are, when are they going to come back? Are they going to come back? Also, <laughs> this is one of those questions when I'm in heaven one day, I'm like, God, how come the second you stop giving a fuck, they text you? Because they can feel but that like, pulling away. What in the sorcery of this magnetic energy field of life does he know I'm not thinking about him? And then suddenly out of the blue, bring, and you're like, what? You're like. I think it's because they just can feel it. They can feel it. Like they, they, know. they know because usually it's when they have the control and then you finally start like putting yourself first. You're like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm giving up their control. I, I'm taking control of the situation and they don't like that. They're, I'm not sure if you're on this for you cause you're engaged, <laughs> but Go. my for you page, there was this one, um, it's all about like dating and like, how do I like have the power back and blah, 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 all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. There was this one guy who stitched or duetted um, where a girl was basically saying, guys always come back and they feel like, why do they feel it when you stop caring about them? Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, no, cause we do. Like we, we can just tell. My voodoo dolls work. And I'm literally like, <laughs> how? Like, is it like an, like. I think it's just an energy shift. It's so I crazy. really, really do. I think in the same way where like, I'll be randomly just doing something. And I'm like, oh my God, I miss Alicia. I'm going to text her. Mm. I feel like it's that. It's probably because you're at home poking my voodoo doll. Exactly. And then I'm like, what's going on? That's always the case. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real. These days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. 
That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it, they're making sure it's the real thing. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark and you know it's checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, these are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Nobody that I've ever met in my life loves eBay more than my dad. Really? He is on eBay 24-7, truly, for any gift, Father's Day, birthday, anything. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, eBay gift card. Mr. Cruz, I did not know this. He loves scouring through eBay to find deals, to find you know, shoes. He loves like nice shoes, nice golf clothes, anything that he could possibly want because he loves a deal. (laughs) And the authenticity guarantee is absolutely perfect for him so that he knows that he's getting what he's paying for. Well, now I know to get your dad gift cards for eBay. He loves. I had no idea. (laughs) Love it. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So Alicia came over last night. I did. And she got to see all my Halloween home decor. I literally pulled up to the front door, right? And I look and I'm like, Remy Wood, there's like, (laughs) little ghost things and new like the pumpkins on the side. Like I literally was like, "Ah, I'm not going to lie. When I saw all your decor last night, it it made me want to decorate more. (gasps) Did I inspire? You inspired me, Remy. (gasps) You know what my favorite part of all of my home decor is? Mm. The candy bucket that I have. Oh my God. The candy bucket. I, I went in. Here's the thing though. I did a lot of shopping for home decor and you know how it feels like a lot. But then once I spaced it around the house, I was like, there's a one candle and a pillow. No, it reminds me after you go shopping for decor and you're like, yes. I got so much stuff. And then you come home and you're like, oh, maybe it was only a few things. But you know where I don't get that vibe from? Hmm. Macy's. Because you know why? Why? They have such good deals. I feel like I can get so many things for such an affordable amount of money. I was also going to say, I'm going to hit up Macy's to buy. I Because it feels like it's all spread out, I need more decor mm-hmm. and I want to go all out this season. So I'm going to go to Macy's and get so much fun Halloween and fall decor to make my house actually look and feel like it's decorated at an amazing price. I do like how it really puts you in the mood. The mood. The mood. So it's October, which means that it's Halloween all month long. I mean, Alicia and I, we've got to plan our pretty basic costumes for when we're sitting here in the studio. I can't wait. We've got parties that we have to go to, you know, so many events, photos, Instagram shoots, all the things. So we need tons of costumes. So Macy's is great because they have pretty much any costume that you could ever want. Plus you can get everything super fast when you order with same day delivery, pick up in store or use the curbside pickup. So head on over to Macy's.com. When you're in the situationship, you know, when you're constantly checking your phone, like, did they text me? Did they look? Did they watch? All that kind of stuff. The second, anytime you actually get a text is when you're not on your phone. Oh, it's like when you least expect everything in life. Can you say what you did? What did I do? Your phone. (laughs) The the ringtone. Yeah. I thought about that the other day. Yeah. What about it? And I want, (laughs) I think you should share with the class because honestly, it's like, is it genius or is it (laughs) self-sabotage? Um... 
it, I believe I'm a genius. So I started this when I was in my situationship. I mean, did I keep it up till now? Am I like so many years out of the situationship? Yes. So like, was it a lifestyle change? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I was so crazy towards the end of this because I was like actually losing my mind. I was just telling my friend who I was giving all this advice to that like the situationship that I was in made me a completely different person. Like it really made me absolutely bonkers. You like my new word? I started saying bonkers, started bonkers now. Cute. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I did was, especially towards the tail end when like I was getting texts like once every few days, maybe like a week in, in between. Or a month in between. Uh, like so long in between. But I, if the texts were to come, I needed to be ready. I changed his text tone to like a specific tone so I could like correlate that like when I heard it from like across the room or upstairs or whatever, I was like, it's him. and oh I would God. run to my phone. I thought you always got tired of checking your phone. Like, is it him? So that's why you changed the ringtone. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did. So oh. like, I know when I heard it, it was like, it's him. Yeah. Like for instance, if my, I like, I have a text on for everybody though. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear yours? Yes. Which is funny. Cause part of me wanted to do that, but then fast forward you being out of situationship and that tone fully triggering you made me realize like, oh, maybe I don't want to do that. Oh my God, no, I love it. I love, this is yours when you text me. (gasps) That's you. I should have that for you. (gasps) We should. Here, I'll play a couple of mine. Here's Ollie's. I'm assuming you probably had this sense since my situationship because I didn't go in and change it. Yeah. This is Ollie. And then I'll do Cal too, so you can hear them all. I'll just go through all of them. I've never thought to (laughs) change, like you were the first person who, made me even realize, oh, I can change the tone for each person. Yeah, this is Cal. So but all it, to say now when I, I can, I know when you text me, I know when Ollie texts me, I, when my assistant used to text me, if it, I just like didn't have to get to it ASAP. So like I would be in the shower and if I heard his text tone, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. And if it was my assistant, I'd be like, she can wait. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't have the energy anymore to every time think that he get texts me. Get out of the shower, yeah. exactly, to get it so excited. Um, you're mid filming, you like throw down no, your camera and run. Like I would have, and that's how crazy I was. But I mean, if you want to do that for your situationship or for just like life, I really do enjoy doing it. This is why Pretty Basic is groundbreaking because will we give you real life advice? Yes. Are there some toxic tips in there? Also, yes. Yeah. Is it up to your discretion to use any of this information as you will? Obviously. Toxic tips or lifestyle change. Take it as you will. I saw a toxic tip that Tan, I, uh, someone, I saw it on TikTok, but it was, it was Tana Tana. and Trevi. And it, yes, it was Trevi. Yes, yes, yes. Trevi was like, Make a second burner account, block every single person that guy's following <laughs> or person is following. And that way, any new follower they have, you'll see. That's so you can crazy. see. And then Tana was like, I taught her this. And that, I was like, that's insane. That is crazy. But I that's feel like so good. There's so many little things you can do. I mean, at my time in the situation ship, I feel like Snapchat was pretty big. So like the biggest thing I would do. Not me like admitting these things with my full chest. Oh no, <laughs> like we're here. I love when I say things and then the comments are like, you couldn't waterboard me to get those things out. <laughs> and here I am for, for free. free. Just, free. Just giving them out. <laughs> um, but I would just keep track of the snap score. So like Obviously, if I wasn't yeah. getting texts for like, you know, hours and hours, but their snap scores are going up. It's like, oh, it's me. Well, the biggest one it's was just Venmo. Me. I remember oh my God. that was tracking Venmo. When you see the guy that you are in a situation ship with um, sending someone money for drinks or something, you're like, oh, 
Also, why are you, why are they Venmoing? Venmoing? <laughs> why are they Venmoing you? And who's this? And then you can see after that's when I made my Venmo private as oh. if I have anything to hide like that. But I'm like, ooh, I don't like how just a random stranger can see interactions I've had. I like to stalk people's Venmo sometimes. Also, no, I don't go LinkedIn. to them, but I'll just go <laughs> LinkedIn. I'll just go to the, like the homepage and I'm like, oh my God, my sorority sister paid her roommate for rent. Awesome. Anyways, enough of toxic tips. Um, I feel like we, we have to say your story your story because oh, I feel like a lot of yes. people can relate to this. Okay, I'll give you the Spark Notes version of my friend's story. So she is a late bloomer, as we are as well. Late bloomer club. Oh my god, we should make merch. We should make merch. Remy, we With like why, little no, flowers. You're a genius, but also why are we so dumb that we've never thought of that before? Yeah. But you're, you're a genius. So right. You're so right. So wow. she's a late bloomer. <laughs> she is around our age and she has never had a boyfriend before. And she just started dating for the first time this year. Like first, yeah. everything this year. And so uh, she met this guy on Hinge, I believe. And he had messaged her in like April. And then she, I don't know if she, maybe she didn't reply. I forget the, like the semantics of it, but I think that they just didn't start officially talking till May. And the only thing was that he lives in Colorado mm. and he happened to be, when he hit her up in April, he happened to be in LA for a work thing left. They didn't talk for like a month and a half. And then she's like, Oh my God. Hey. And he's like, Hey, I live in Colorado. So immediately they start like talking and like the first couple months are like complete bliss, like back and forth, so much talking, so much communication. Like she went to go visit him. He came to visit her like immediately off the bat. And so it's going so well. It's so great. She does find out that he just got out of a five-year relationship at the top of this Ooh. year. And so I, I, from what I've boiled it down to is probably he wasn't expecting to meet someone that was so fabulous that mm -hmm. he could potentially see a future with because obviously a five-year relationship after that, like that's a long time. Yeah. You want time to heal. I'm not sure what, like what happened actually to, to break them up, but regardless, like it, you want to heal, you need time to yourself all those sorts of things. I don't think he was, I'm sure he was hitting her up in April for a hookup when he was mm -hmm. in LA and oh, then totally. was never going to see her again. Unfortunately, that's not how it worked out. They caught feelings for each other. So on and so forth. But if you know, you don't want to be in a relationship, why would you text someone 24 seven every single day? So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed with that. So basically it goes on for like two months, hot and heavy. They're talking all the time. They're facing like 24 seven nonstop visiting each other, meeting each other's friends. Like when she went up to go visit him the first time, he like took her to a party. He like, and granted, okay, let me just say, this is the, 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 um, the story that I heard like from yes. up until like a week ago, this is like the extent that I've heard. And this is what I had heard. He took her to a party. He took her to, um, like meet his friends. He took her like out to these restaurants. They went to a concert, like so fun. So in love. Blah, 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 blah. She said like in her gut after the first time she visited him, she like felt something was off, but she wasn't fully sure. And also imagine like going through all of the steps of like dating and meeting someone and like falling, uh, like falling for someone for the first time all in the span of a year. Like yeah. that's so much to go through in a year. So all that happened. And then like almost two months go in between before she's able to see him again. And so she was telling me right before she left very recently to go see him for the second time to visit him. She was like, yeah, like I'm just like, I'm freaking out. I'm so anxious about everything. Like I've had like multiple anxiety attacks every week. Like I just feel like the communication went from like really good for the first two months to almost nothing the past couple months. But she's like, I already like fell for this guy. I yeah. like him so much. Like 
I mean, he's letting me visit him. Like he, he told me I can come visit. So, I mean, that has to mean something. She goes, he takes her on a couple's trip with his like best friend and his girlfriend. So that's why I thought they were official. Oh yes. Oh like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my God, you're flying to go see him. Like, yeah. oh, like I would. I mean, you would think. And so she was right before she left, she was telling yeah. me we went to coffee and she's like, I want to be official, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure when he's going to want that because he just got out of a relationship. And he's like, that was his whole thing. I know I'm still like working through my problems, blah, blah, blah. And rightfully as he should, but don't waste someone's time while doing that. And know that someone's like obsessed with you and string someone along, like the breadcrumbing of it all, the stringing along of it all. Um, So she goes, he takes her to a concert. He uh, took her to a different part of Colorado and went with his best friend and his girlfriend's like a couple's trip Mm. and like spent like a weekend in a cabin or something. And then she came back home and she's feeling like really, I told her, I was like, before you go, like, I know you want to DTR. I know you want to put a label on it. I know you want all these things. Cause they were just exclusive at the time. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we're not, we're exclusive. We're not actually Okay, official. then that's why I, th- I was like, I swear in my head, I heard that they were like, okay. I don't know sense. at what point they were exclusive, but probably like in, in the first two months, I'm assuming maybe yeah. they like decided let's be exclusive. And two months later, she goes and visits him again. And um, she comes back. And I'm like, how was it? And she's like, it was good. Like it was, it was, it was fine. Um, you know, we did all these things. Like the actions were making it seem like there was going to be more. And I had told her, don't ask to DTR while you're there because if it goes wrong, you're going to have a horrible time. Oh my God. Yeah. Worry about it when you come home, come home, let's divulge every little detail, go through it all. And we can figure out like, when is a good time? I think you should put yourself, like you should ask, but. But even that's such good advice because (laughs) no, no, no. Think about it. Like, yes, it makes sense let's do it when we're together. But like, if you're going and then you have a week of like being with this person, like think bigger picture. Like it actually would be better to at least do it the last day before you leave. Yeah. On the way to the airport. On on the way to the airport, like something Mm -hmm. like that. Or when you're back, I know it sounds like, no, like we're, we're together. We should talk about it. But what if it goes bad? And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll go find a fucking hotel. Like, Like, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Agreed with that. Yeah. So I'm glad you listened to me about that. She came home and told me about everything. And I was like, I think now is a good time then. Like, you know, the dust has settled, you're home. You're both like on a high after this amazing trip. I think now it could be a good time where you could just like, hey, let's jump on a phone call. Hey, how are you feeling? And then I had told her, I was like, I think that you, I don't think ultimatums are good and I don't think you should do them. But I think also if you want the girlfriend label and he's not making moves, I think that you could, you know, express that this is something that I want. If you can't meet me there, then I understand. But then I need to date other people. Like we could still see each other, yeah. but I need to see other people as yeah. well because I'm not going to waste my time yes. waiting. And oh, so yes. I told her, I was like, timeline, whenever you want to do that though, whether that's in like tomorrow or that's in a two weeks or that's by the end of the year, whatever it is, you decide. And so that was our plan. And so she's like, you know what? I'm going to just text him tomorrow and uh, I'm going to go from there. I was like, beautiful. I get a screenshot from her the next night sitting there watching suits, enjoying my time, surrounded by all the dogs. All the dogs. And I get a, fiance. a screenshot. I know I get a screenshot that's just like a, a text. And all she says is, can I call you? And no. so I like barely even read it. And I was like, call me now. And I ran it, went upstairs. And basically it's so, hate this man. I hate this man. So keep in mind, like everything that I just said is all that I've heard. Like mm-hmm. it sounds good. And it just sounds like a lot of her, anxieties exactly we're coming from overthinking or having it be her first time like really like liking someone like Mm -hmm. which all of that comes with the the territory um and so she basically is like sends me the screenshot and oh i should just read it 
last time I came on the pod and talked about my favorite product from the Inculist. Do you see? Well, you can't even see it because it's gone. Yeah. I had the biggest pimple on my face and then I picked it and it was <gasps> like dark, dark, dark. Oh no. I used the Inculist Sicinic Acid Treatment. I swear by this, you guys. I talked about it in a vlog. If you have any breakout, you put it on, I swear to you, overnight, it's so much smaller. Wait. If not there, like not there. It's it's magic. It's crazy. Wait, I haven't tried that. No, it's amazing. And it's $9.99. Oh my like, God. I need, I'm not just saying this. Anybody that's listening who deals with acne prone skin like myself, get this product. It changed, but I get excited now when I get a pimple because I get to put it on. <laughs> it's so amazing to watch the magic at work. I haven't tried that yet, which I'm totally going to, but I, I've tried their viral lip plumper. Yes. That one about is that, yes. so good. Truly guys, if you have not tried Inky List products, they are amazing. And even better than that, not only are like the quality of the products amazing, the ingredients, the price, you cannot beat. It truly blows my mind that you can get a whole new skincare routine from them for under $30. And you know, the quality of the products is amazing. You can barely get one product for $30. No, you can't. Also, the Inculus is an award-winning science-backed skincare brand, Women in STEM, that has the right ingredients at an affordable price to get the results that you're looking for. Um, you know, we all have different skin mm-hmm. issues. Like for me, I have acne prone skin. I have oily skin. I I have massive pores. We all have something. <laughs> Some people have dry skin, you know, reducing fine lines, whatever it is that you are trying to alleviate with your skin. The Inculus creates a unique skincare routine that really works so you can reach your skin goals. And if you don't know where to start, because obviously it can be a little daunting when you're just looking at your skin and you're like, what's wrong with it? Where do I start? You can actually take their online skincare quiz, which will give you a nice regime to help fix your skin. Right now, the Inky List is offering our listeners 20% off their first purchase with promo code BASIC. Go to theinkylist.com spelled I-N-K-E-Y and use promo code BASIC for 20% off your order. That's theinkylist.com promo code BASIC. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So she texted him, she cut it off, but something along the lines of like, hey, just like checking in, how are you feeling after the trip? Like didn't even get to like label or anything. Keep in mind, like she's visited him. She spent money to see him. He's come to see her. She's met his friends. Like <sighs> he says, hi, hi, I'm very sleepy from a long day. I'm feeling worried that I am not at where I hope to be by now. And I'm scared that all I'm going to do is hurt you at this point because you deserve to not have to have someone who treats you better and feel sure of where he's at and what he wants. Keep in mind, they've been talking for like months now. You couldn't even do that over a phone call. Like you had to just throw that when she's like, hey, just checking in, how was the weekend for you? So then she replies and said, I've really fallen for you. So my heart is a bit crushed to hear that. You know, I'm willing to be patient, but I don't want to feel like I'm forcing myself on you. Nonetheless, I appreciate your honesty. Can I have a few days to think everything over? And then maybe we can chat on the phone this weekend, which I was like, good. I think that's good. Work on just like, if you were to reply right now or get on the phone, like you're going to be hyper emotional. Let's like sit and think. 
And then he replies back, I know you have. And all I want to see is you happy. It feels like we are nearing a point that would require a step up and commitment to each other. No fucking duh. You, what? And I know I'm not there at all. You're such a kind hearted and loving person that I'm sure you would say you're willing to wait. But I don't feel that it's fair for you to have to wait around for someone who doesn't know when slash if they're going to be able to give you the affection you deserve. Of course, you can take all the time you need to think about it. And you know, we always have a good line of communication. Do you? Which, 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 let me just say, hearing all of that, I was obviously upset for her, but I also like, yes, he should have done it over the phone. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Or honest to God, he should have done it in person while she was there. But I'll even give the pass. Like you didn't, they didn't come up in a conversation. You were still figuring out your feelings. Okay. At least do it over the phone. But even if you're not going to do it over the phone, you're going to do it over text. Like, yes, what he said was respectful, but it was still, if you boil it down, it's very much like, it's not you, it's me. I'm not ready, blah, 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 whatever. You were ready when- When we were fucking. You wanted me to- When you flew- Down on me. you. Yep. That's so funny. <laughs> that, like, besides all of this, it's already shitty. So even like reading all of that, I still was like, you know, I almost said her name. I was like, you know, this sucks. This fucking sucks. I'm so sorry. He sucks. But you know, from what you've told me, he's like, not that bad of a guy. Like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's going through his own shit, dealing with his own, like his past relationship. Like either way, I don't like him obviously because he hurt you, mm -hmm. but like, I want to help alleviate some stress. Like maybe we can give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Uh, lo and behold, no, because then she's like, well, well, <laughs> well, all these things are coming out that she knew she didn't want to tell anybody because in your gut, and I know people listening right now who have been in situationships where, you know, they do things that you're like, oh, like, I know, I know, like, that's really shitty, but like you talk yourself out of it or you talk yourself into thinking like, oh, they didn't mean it the way that they said that. They didn't mean it in a condescending way. They didn't mean these things. And so she starts telling me all these things and I'm like, oh, I hate him. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate him. Oh, he's the worst human to ever walk this earth. Not, not really, and but like he is, sucks. That's such a sign. If you don't want to tell your friends or family or whoever, your close friends, things about your dating life mm -hmm. that says granted you can have privacy for whatever certain things whatever mm -hmm. but when your gut's like ooh, i don't want to tell them because then they're not gonna like him that is yeah. the biggest red flag and i've fallen victim to that where i'm like oh i don't want people to think bad of him so i'm just like not gonna say or i'm gonna dumb it down or yeah. i'm gonna do whatever like literally out of that entire text thing the if the if so like yes I, oh fuck, I have so many thoughts on about everything about this situation. Can you give an example? Cause I don't think I know these. Yes. And may I also just say, <laughs> situationships can an event, like you will get through it no matter what. Like it's not the end of the world. It feels like it is when you're in it. It feels like the, it is when you get ghosted. It, it does. We all get through it. It builds character. The worst is when your friends are like, don't reply. And you're like, no, I'm going to. Yeah, like obviously You're I'm like, no, you to. don't know him. Like I do. <laughs> It's true. You're like, no, that's it's why they're true. telling you to it's, not reply. But you were my Delulu friend yes. that told me. You're like, you should reply. Um, okay, she's been really good. And I, what I love about this friend is she's so open and honest about everything. And I feel like this, we've had so many good conversations about this and her healing is already so much further past mine so much further past like where I was at this time. And it gave me really good perspective. So for let me just like shit on this guy for a little bit longer. So he, one of the things that she like told me about that, she was like, I knew this was like a weird thing, but but I, I 
try to think of it in a different way. So she was actually being so funny. She said she got there. Um, I think this was the first trip. And so when she went to see him, he was like, hey, um, they literally had fucked. And then immediately after he's like, oh, we're going to go to a party. And she's like, okay, like, sounds good. Like, you're going to take me to a party where his friends are exciting. They get to the doorstep of the party and he goes, um, have you heard this one yet? No. Oh my God. He goes, um, so it, it like, is it cool if I introduce you as my friend to everybody? And she's standing there and goes, I'm not your friend. I literally like flew here to see you. We've been talking for months every day. Like, no. And he's like, oh, I, I, I guess I can just like introduce you as X, your name. And she's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. But even then she's still like, we're obviously like seeing each other. And so she gets into the party and then like quickly puts it together that like, oh, all his friends knew him and his ex together. And so, you know, they're at the party, they're like standing together. So obviously people are like, oh my God, like, are you guys dating? How also, did you meet? I've never seen this girl before. Yes. She doesn't live here. Obviously Who does not this? live here. Yeah. It's not your cousin. Imagine he doesn't introduce. Cousin oh fucker. And so then, <laughs> so then she's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like we met on hinge. We're like, we've been talking, whatever. And when they leave the party, um, so no PDA, he's not holding her hand. They're not kissing, like nothing at the party. I'm I didn't assuming. ask. I was already just like sick of him. <laughs> I didn't care to know anymore. <laughs> and so like, as they were leaving, he starts telling her how, um, you know, he bringing her to the party brought, got him, gave him so much anxiety and like having to introduce her to people, gave him so much anxiety. The and he was so, fuck? it was so anxiety uh, inducing for him and blah, 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 blah. And so she's like, obviously feeling like really shitty. And so then when she gets home, she had told him like, hey, that didn't make me feel good. Like, I didn't feel like you were like, this progressed anything for us, like this trip. Like, I just don't feel like, you know, like you didn't say anything about the future, whatever, how she was feeling. And he says, I introduced you to my friends. I took you to that party. You met my friends. And I was like, not him turning that on you and weaponizing that. What? So that was one thing. And then she was telling me how I know, I know. So like that, she was like, that was something though, that like I knew in my gut wasn't, Right. It yeah. didn't make me feel good. I should have listened to it. But I kept thinking like, well, and he introduced me to my friends. And like for my situationship, for instance, I did meet a lot of friends as well. Granted, it was only like in the midnight hour. They were lame. They were <laughs> <laughs> it was only like in the midnight hour. But for me, I would always be like, oh my God, well, like he introduced me to his friends. Like, like we hang out. Exactly. We're I know his friends. Like his friends like me. Like that has to mean something. Um, no, it probably doesn't no, mean they, like, as much as you think. Physically, were just drinking a beer at the bar. They were just like there. <laughs> yeah, literally they were, there. And, and they were there. So I told her, I was like, it's, you know, one of those things where you have to like listen to your gut more. And this is the advice that I want to give. Listen to your gut more than like the actions. Because even though actions do speak louder than words, sometimes actions have malicious intent. Sometimes actions have, I don't want to say malicious. I want to believe, and I feel like this is what we do with all of our situationships or most of them is you give them so much of the benefit of the doubt where you're like, well, maybe they didn't know. Maybe they didn't realize that like, you know, taking me to this party and like saying that was going to hurt my feelings. Like maybe they just wanted this. I told her with that party situation, I truly believe, I don't know this man, but I truly believe he just really wanted to go to that party. And it was kind of inconvenient for him that you came in that weekend. So he's like, yeah. well, I still want to go to the party. So I guess I'll just bring her. Yeah. Instead he didn't of, want to introduce you to his friends. No. Where we will turn that. Yes. And as someone who really does struggle with anxiety, I know this doesn't apply to everyone, but I've realized if I can allow myself to get quiet, get by myself, whether I'm just like sitting, meditating, praying, journaling, whatever, deep, 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 deep down, 
I can, I can tell the difference between an anxious thought and my gut. It, ah. takes, it, it takes me a long time to sit and be quiet and like really like focus. But I feel like even if I don't want to admit it to myself, I can always tell a difference deep down. When you're lying to yourself. When I'm lying to myself, deep, 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 deep down. And again, I know not that's not the case for everyone, but it really takes you like having time to yourself and being quiet. And like, I can tell a difference. Do you have any tips for someone that wants to do that? I would truly say like, whether it's journaling therapy, whatever, or just be by yourself, like be off your phone for like an hour, just sit, be with yourself. Like deep, deep, deep down, I feel like I can tell the difference of like, my intuition versus just anxiety. What about like our friend who's at the party and it's loud, there's people and she's having like these feelings kind of creep in and she wants to like channel into that. I think what's hard is you have to take things at face value. I was thinking this same exact sentence. I literally face was like, she's taking it at face value. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going with like, and I hate saying that cause I, I'm always someone who wants to believe the best in people. And I do the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, we're friends. I'm like, well- I happen to be there. Like we're not, we don't hang out on the daily. We don't whatever, blah, 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 blah. But if like him saying that at the door is a very like noted, that's how you see this. Yeah. And I'm not going to fight for that. Yeah. Like I also just with, if you have anxiety or not, I feel like when anytime someone pulls away, your initial innate reaction is to reach reach after. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's this push and pull of a power dynamic of who has the ball in their court. Cause whoever has the ball is more chill. Yeah. Who's more, who's more like, Oh, I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't have to reach out. I don't have blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it, it's and your initial reaction is wanting to not have there be distance. You're like, Oh, I want to feel closer to get they're, it back running. Mm-hmm. I want to come back. And like, in the end you need to do the opposite. Like if they don't want you, they don't deserve you. And I know it's so much easier said than done. Again, mm-hmm. I have my real advice versus my toxic advice. Mm-hmm. I literally sat at dinner with her and I was like, here's my advice is you deserve so much better. And like, what does he have to offer you? You can find that here in LA. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want someone to have fun with, right? Mm-hmm. Like literally. You could find it anywhere in the world. I was like, don't text him back. He's going to hit you up. I was like, text <gasps> me. Oh, don't text him. Might I just add, agreed with that. Is it okay if I jump in? Yeah. My last thing was my toxic advice is since you are going to text him and I know you're going to at least text me the crazy stuff. Like instead of being like, I've fallen for you. I'm like, text me that. And then that way you get it out of your system and then you can like be chill with him. Yes. That was my toxic no, advice. No, And I love that. Going off of that, one time my best friend was down, 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 down bad. And it was solely because her ex was shitty and Mm. like broke her heart. And then she like met this guy like at the fucking dog park. And like, (laughs) it was, it was so, no, it was so dramatic. Like he was in the middle of a divorce. Their dogs like, like, like started like fighting at the dog. It was crazy. So all to say it didn't work out, but I think because her emotions were just so heightened from like leaving a really bad relationship. She put all of this on this guy and then it was like this really bad thing. And she knew she was like, I need to stop, but I don't know how to. Mm. So I think I've probably referenced this. I still, I should honestly like send it to her right now. We have a shared note. This was like from a 2019, but we have a shared note where she would like, if she wanted to text him, she would instead text in the note instead. Genius. And she's like, I'm thinking of you like blah, 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 blah. Like I love to throw at her now because she's literally like engaged and so in love with a different guy. But like, it's so, it's so funny to look back on like how crazy we were, but, but it, like your is warranted. We, we, sometimes we are just dr- driven to be crazy. Also, it is cathartic to get those emotions out. Just don't let them be that person. <laughs> like yeah. if you're gonna, Oh my God, I have so many things to say. This, yes. If you were in a relationship where the communication's good, yes. Say what you need to say, like have 
communication, say like never suppress your emotions or feelings that way. Mm -hmm. But if it is just a face value situationship, they don't deserve to see that vulnerable side of you. Like (sighs) fuck that. But it's so much easier said than done. Yes, but that's why I'm like, get it out. And that's why we all do it. Cause we want to get it out and we think we can change them when in reality, nothing's going to change. Like the way they, oh my God, I saw, I saw, I saw this thing on TikTok and it was saying like, it was an interview saying the way we date for potential is the most destructive thing ever because unless someone is able themselves to want to work on themselves, they will not change. So no. you are getting them in that day, in that moment, how they are. Yeah, That is exactly what you're signing up for. Yeah. So this guy who's scared to even you can't be in this like, oh, I see the potential. Like we all see potential in everyone, but the only person who can make that potential happen is them. It's not you. Yeah. Like, and that goes with all, yeah, like a lot of everything. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Um, okay. I have so many more things to add. So, uh, I already hate this guy. And every, the, the friend story I just told you, she told me like 15 more. And I was like, my love, I get it. You were digmatized you. And she even told me, she was like, I think I asked her point blank. I was like, do you think you were in love with this guy? She was like, I, I think so. I, I was in love with this guy. And she was like, I want to call him and tell him I was in love with you. And you did this to me and you hurt me and this and that. And I told her, I was like, not to take away from your feelings. And if, if you're in love with him, then my heart breaks for you even more because this, this is just a fucked up situation. But from my personal experience, and I was like, you can take this with a grain of salt, whatever you want to do. And again, like I was really trying to make sure she knows, like, I'm not telling you how you feel, but Mm -hmm. I thought I was in love with my situationship as well. And I think so much of my, um, and I said this earlier, but like so much of my situationship and why it took me so long to get over it and why I was so, why I took absolute dog shit for so long is because I thought so little of myself. Mm-hmm. I thought I was lucky that someone was even t- looking in my direction. Mm-hmm. And it was so contingent on just like how unconfident I was, how I had just gone through so much change in my life, how I had been losing friends in my life. And I just like grasped onto like anything. There's like, I, I just can't lose anything else. Like I, I'm not pretty enough. If he doesn't like me, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not successful enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not whatever enough. Didn't he tell you, he was like, oh yeah, I like blondes or something. And you're like sitting there brunette, like truly blocked a lot of <laughs> I it I felt out. like something like that happened. And I'm like, that's like not even that bad. No, but it's just like, just mean. It's, just, it's like, just mean. You're dumb. Yeah. I think. Um, and so when I told her, so she told me she was going to call him and say that. And I was like, say that if you want. And if you were in love with him, like I, again, I'm so sorry. I told her, I thought that I was in love with my situationship and I almost probably honestly, I did. I honestly forget. I don't know if I told him or if I wanted to tell him really strongly, like I love, I don't think I did. Cause I, I feel this way still. Um, I'm so glad I didn't say it back mm. or not back. Well, yeah, back, yeah back. Back. I didn't say it. I didn't like call him and say like, I love you because it was such a twisted manipulative form of what I thought was love, but it was really mm-hmm. just like obsession and mm-hmm. infatuation. And once I met Cal and now I'm like truly actually in love, I'm like, that was so not different. even close to love. And so I told her, I was like, be, and I think that it's a special case scenario because Cal is my first love, but mm-hmm. it, I, for a long time, I thought that situation chip was my first love. Mm-hmm. And for her also same thing. Like this is yeah. the first guy she's ever liked. So I'm like, I don't want you to waste that on someone and like look down back, like look further in the future and be like, fuck, like I, I thought that I I, I hate that I said it. And so I told her, I was like, really? Like, if you want to again, Mm. of course. And I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but from my personal experience, I'm so happy that I didn't because yeah, I really thought it was. And now I know it's, it wasn't even close. Also, what's, I have so many thoughts. 
what? I literally feel like we could do a whole second episode just reacting to their relation, their yeah. situationships because we still have so many that we haven't even gotten to. Yeah. <sighs> okay. One, falling in love with the idea of someone is a huge part of situationships. The idea of who you are in that. Also, follow me on this. I truly think a lot of situationships, you fall in love with who you are. You fall in love with feeling wanted. You fall in love with feeling like a new version of yourself. You fall in love with the side of you that is now open and loving. It's less about them. Like in reality, you're like, wow, I love being not a girlfriend, but I love being, I love that side to me. I love allowing myself. That's a really good point. So in reality, y'all, you're in love with yourself. It's not them. They're doing nothing. They're yeah. really not adding. They're really doing nothing. They're truly They're laying just there. there. Yeah. And you are the sex goddess. <laughs> you are you are the one who's like, like you're falling in love with a version of you you either haven't met yet or has been buried down for a long time. It truly, like even with this girl, I was like, okay, what it, what is what can he offer you that makes you have to fly every single time to see him. You can still see him, but I guarantee you can find that here. Mm-hmm. If that's just a fuck buddy, if that's mm-hmm. just to have fun, like, is it his personality? You can find a good personality and a good dick here. Yeah. Like yeah. you can find that. I swear to you, it's yeah. not him. Like, I think this is just a new level for you. And it's like, obviously you're going to text him, call him. Do my, my advice was do whatever you need to do to heal from this. Mm-hmm. However, you saying you love him. What do you want from that? <gasps> yes. Do you, I I will bet my whole life money. He's not gonna be like, wow, you're right. I am in love with you. Yeah, That's not gonna happen. Well, that's what she, and I told her, I was like, I know you want, like, that's all I wanted was I wanted to meet up to get closure. I couldn't even get the guy to meet up with me. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking hated me. No, <laughs> he was broke. He literally was like, sorry, Uber pulls too much. No. I was like, Remy, your penthouse can't. Your penthouse doesn't even want to deal with this. That's when I stopped being Delulu. I was like, I'm sorry. He can call a fucking Uber. Like if he wanted, to, he, like what the fuck? If whatever. they wanted to, they would, but he, they simply just don't want to. And that do. is like, that is a, the situation ship boiled down a situation ship. If he wanted to, he would. He just simply doesn't want to. When you think about what a situation ship is, it's just one party. It's two parties not being on the same page. That's what creates a situation ship. It's one person wanting a relationship, the other one not. It's one person who wants to be friends with benefits, the other one not. Like whatever it may be, it, it's just two people not on the same page. And that friends with benefits is the, no, I agree, we're just friends, but we have benefits. Yes. Unfortunately, those go sour. But because, as we know, they usually end really bad yeah. because someone catches feelings, feelings and the other one doesn't. And then they're in a situation ship. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> match pitch. Um, back to our friend. Yes. I already, again, as I said, like there are so many things, like she was saying that on the most recent trip, they went on that road trip and it was like silent the whole time. And she's like, what I thought was just like, she was like comfortable silence. She was like, now I'm realizing he was just pulling away and didn't want to talk to me. She was like, she's like, wow, I don't feel like I have to fill the empty silence. We're so comfortable with each other. Or even she was saying like very early on, even in those two months where, yeah, there was a lot of communication, like via text, via FaceTime, whatever. Uh, she's like looking back. She's like, oh my God, all the signs are there. She had been like, oh, like, do you want to come down here? Or all uh, literally even saying, I will fly myself there whenever you want me to. And I will say, and I've told her that she made herself far too available. available. That is an issue already, but that's a, a different issue. She said, I will come to you. I will, I will be there when, when you're free. Let me know. He said, I don't know. I'm a busy boy. I'm sorry. I am. I'm so sorry. I would also bet my life earnings and savings and net salary Mm -hmm. that she is more busy than him because I know her. Agreed. And also, yes, you are a busy boy because you're not a fucking man, you piece of shit. 
Anyways, um, so one thing she said to me too when she came home was uh, this was before all the shit went down. Like she came home, we were divulging on everything and then we were deciding like, what are we gonna do from here? Like, and then we made this yeah. decision, reach out to him. But she had come home and was like, oh my God, I'm so like split. I'm not sure. Uh, the ball was in his court. And that really made me upset because it's not. If you really think about it, and when you're in a situationship and you are me or you are her, you do feel like the other person has all the control and the ball is in their court constantly and they can choose when they want to see you. They can choose when they're a busy boy. They can choose when they're not a busy boy. They can choose when when they're coming to you or when you're going to them. They get to call the shots. But as we started talking more, I was like, here's the thing. You actually, the ball is actually in your court. You just have to claim it. Like you have to decide when you're done. A, the situ, a situationship will end when you decide you're done. Because I, again, I'm just speaking to my situation and hers, but like both really aligned where it's just over time we stopped talking, but both guys were very much like, I'm just not ready, but like respect you. Like you take the time. Like I understand you want more. I can't give that to you. But then when you keep hitting them up after, like, that's fine also. And again, like when he texted her, all those things that I read earlier, I was like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But what made me the most mad, even more than the friend thing, even more than the busy boy thing, she said, I would really like space, please. Like I need some time to get my thoughts together. He texts her the same day, like 12 hours later and is like, Ah, like I fuck my ear up on the basketball or something random. Something so dumb. So fucking dumb. And like absolutely no one cares. And it was probably karma. And then of course, just like re-triggers all those feelings. And then she's like, oh my God, well, he's thinking about texting me like these small things. It's like, you have such little respect for her that you can't even respect the fact that she asked for a day or two or just some time. Like you, you, you really try. And this is what it comes boiled down to is like, he just wants to remain thinking that he's a good guy. That's mm. it. He's only texting her right now and saying this um, thing about the basketball court or whatever. <laughs> sorry, I said it was karma. I'm being so mean. I'm no, sorry. No, bitch. I'm I sorry. love it. I'm sorry. Um, I really do hope your ears okay. Like I'm not wishing no, that. No, you don't. I'm no, wish bitch, that. stop, stop. I'm not wishing no, that No, 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 no. You, you like the, the mm. When someone deserves, like- I'm not wishing harm on him though. I okay, hope you're, you're doing not sitting fine. here with a voodoo doll, but that's harm, okay? But like he, karma. Yeah. Karma well, is my boyfriend. I got really upset, <laughs> yes. And I got really upset that I told her, I was like, he is simply sending you this text because he wants to feel like a good guy in the end. Like, oh, I'm not the kind of guy that like does that to a girl. I'm not the kind of guy that like strings her along for four months. And then when she has to ask me, what are we? After seeing me twice, after- fucking me countlessly after all these sorts of things being like, oh, I just want the best for you actually. Also, he just doesn't want anything to change. He's not saying, I don't want yeah. you, let's go our separate ways. Yeah. He's like, no, like when are you coming back? He wants, I don't even know if it's even that. Well, granted, I'm sure part of it's that, but for some, for being long distance, I'm sure part of him just wants companionship to be able to text someone when he gets lonely. Or he just doesn't want to be exclusive anymore, but doesn't want to change anything about them. That's so fucking stupid. There's so many things. Oh, I will say, so the advice that you gave me that I kept giving her was I told her, I was like, in your gut, you know, in your gut, you know, the whole time, but you just ignore that. And like, again, it's a canon event. It's okay. But the part from when you meet until like with the part from when you meet the day that you meet until you become like official, that should be the most fun, easy time. It's like, I, I remember I think it was my aunt who had like explained it to me when I was going through mine of like, uh, I always imagine, and I think about it a lot, like a track, like a racetrack. Mm -hmm. Like you should be, you shouldn't have to 
pull them to the starting line to start a relationship. Mm -mm. It should be so easy and fun. You're like, you're getting to know each other. You like, can't see enough of you. Can't wait to see each other again. Like can't get enough of each other. Like Cal was so persistent with me and pursued me so hard. I, even I was like, whoa, this is a lot, but Mm -hmm. eventually I gave in and it worked out great. There's also a world where that didn't work. how it happens. It was like, he'd be like, I'm coming over tonight. I can't wait to see you again. I'm coming over. Can I come over tomorrow night? The guy should always be more obsessed with you. I mean, in a lot of situations, it it works out better if that happens in in just in general. If if you're with someone who likes you a little bit more, my mom always said that growing up, like marry someone who's just like a little bit more in love with you than you are in love with them. Kind of a toxic way of thinking, but it does make it a little bit more. I feel like because- It's easy, like when you're the person who has so much to give, yeah, that just comes natural. And like, you have that foundation. I don't know, I don't know. It's like, it's a weird, it, I always didn't feel great about that mm-hmm. way of thinking. Cause I'm like, oh my God, like I wanna love each other equally. But all to say, you shouldn't be dragging someone to start at the finish, at the starting that's line. that's not normal. Like it's, it's, it's common, mm-hmm. but that isn't how relationships should be. It's Agreed. like, it's, it's, it is normal because there's a lot of situationships, but I think especially people who are having their first real uh, relationship, they're like, oh, is this how it is? Like, yeah. I don't know how to compare it. Like maybe it was rough in the beginning. Like these feelings are strong where it's like, it's so important to know that's not how it should be. Agreed. Also, uh, like once you get past the the like the honeymoon phase of like getting to know each other and then you become official, but then you enter a whole new honeymoon phase of being official. But like then obviously problems arise. Like then you start having your first fights and your first uh, disagreements and things, but you're in it for the long haul. And I, I just can't stress enough that you shouldn't have to force someone to to start with you. Like you, you, you reach those hurdles once you're already on the track and you're like running around, but like to, to not even start yet and have those issues, that's like a really bad sign. Also track and field, you're supposed to jump over the hurdles together. Yeah, <laughs> you're not, you can't, you can't drag lift. them. Oh, you they're you jump fall. over, it falls, you go back, yes. you lift it up, you go yeah. to another one. <laughs> and the one, the one thing that always stuck with me that you said to me was I was so desperate to try and fit this person into my boyfriend mold that I wanted so bad. I just wanted a relationship so badly. It kind of didn't matter who it was with. Mm-hmm. Like I was taking shit. But that should make you feel better. And like, that makes you feel better about those situationships. Cause you're like, oh, it could have been anyone. It could. And that's what I told it's her. I was not, like, this you're could not be special. anybody. Mm-hmm. But what you always told me was Ram, just even if you make it to have him be your boyfriend, even if you make it to the starting line, that doesn't mean it's it's gonna be easy. Mm. It's actually probably gonna be really shitty. It's gonna be this continued on. And I remember you always said that and it always stuck with me. So I told her, I was like, just because even if you had gotten him to commit to you, mm-hmm. it, a whole other slew of problems would have continued. Like it would have been this on and on and on. And also he obviously has a lot of shit that he needs to work through. Mm-hmm. Do not let yourself be that person who he works through it with. Oh, That's right? not fair Mm-mm. to you. And honestly, he really should do that healing on his own. Mm-hmm. But all to say she's doing better. She's on the up and up and- It just sucks because it's like, you just have to go through that shit. Mm-hmm. And yes, the character, the building, but going through it, it just fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks. Cause that's like, it's part of life. You know what I mean? And like in a world with mine and with hers, I, I don't want her to become jaded to love, but I also do think it just, for me personally, it just made me a whole lot more realistic 
Yeah. I feel like from after that, I was like, that fucking sucked. Like mm-hmm. that ripped my heart out because again, it wasn't even him. Mm -hmm. It was like me thinking that I wasn't going to, Oh, and this is what I was talking to her about is I was like, I was in such a dark place when I met this person that I put all of my like self-worth on them. And when it didn't work out, I was nothing. Mm -hmm. She was like, luckily she was like, if I had met this guy a few years ago when she was going through the same thing, because we all go through that multiple times in our life. She was like, I would have been fucking broken. It would have mm-hmm. been so hard for me, but she's like, luckily because I waited so long to date, I've done the self work. Yeah. I know I'm not, I'm that bitch. I know my body's fucking amazing. I know that I am amazing. I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm a catch. Yes. So it's his loss. Like yeah. as much as it sucks, it's his loss, which I never had that thought ever with my situation ship, but I think it was so, solely just a time, time and place thing. Time and place. I feel like that's why timing is so it's different for everyone. And it, for people who are like, oh, I've never had a relationship or like, oh, I just want to like get this over with, et cetera. I'm like, dude, if I think this is why I preach so much about like, no, like fuck that shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I literally would have had no backbone when I was 19, 20, 21. I would literally be married with kids because I wouldn't know how to speak up for myself. Like but you did speak up for yourself. Not as much as I would have now. Yeah, but you, but you still did. <laughs> but I didn't. Like, like you, but my, wait, I, did he end it with you? And like, What was the nail in the coffin for you with your relationship? I think I was so willing for whatever he wanted. Uh, And that's why I think now I'm so like, no, fuck that. mm -hmm. Like, and thank God I'm not married with kids back then. If that's your path, that is fine. But I know for a fact that was not my path. And Mm -hmm. with the wrong person, like I am so grateful things ended how they did because I wouldn't have had the backbone. And I don't know where I would be because I truly, I think my self-confidence was so fucking low Mm -hmm. that I'd be like, okay, like this is just my life. Mm -hmm. I'll just be, okay, cool. I think um, if you are in a situation, oh, sorry. No, no, no. We're obviously, there's some people who get married at 20, 21 and they're with their person and they're perfect. It's fine and whatever. Like it's literally so different, but that's why timing, I always like, even, even her, I remember having conversations with her and I was like, I know it feels like you're so late in life, but don't rush it. Like, yeah. don't feel like, oh my God, I just need, I a- need to find love now. Yes. Yeah. And the same thing I said to you, I was like, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you're happy. We yes. have this whole idea that like, oh, like you can be in a, the most miserable relationship and it means nothing. So don't force a relationship just with anyone. Yeah. I think also I'm speaking to the situation, like the two situationships that I'm speaking to, I feel like were situations where- Um, the other person just didn't have respect for the other. Like I always just felt like I wasn't even being treated like, like a human. (laughs) I didn't want to say human, but like, like a friend, like, like someone that you just even care about. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like there were so many times where like, I wasn't even being respected in the slightest. And And I think that's why I have so much, I wasn't, Uh and I know that. And I have, that's why I have so much I did have so much animosity. I'm over it now. I I hope people aren't like, she's still mad. I'm like truly over it. Um, I was just, I've been tapping into that feeling a lot lately since talking to my friend. But I think that's like the worst part is just these guys did not respect us as people, as friends, as someone that they quote unquote care about. (laughs) And like, they, they just cared so much about being a good guy in the end. Like, I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of guy, but like, lo and behold, you're being that guy. And actions do speak louder than words. So even if I know- both of these situations, just because I know them more firsthand, they're like, well, I told her I don't want to be dating. I'm not ready. So mm-hmm. that's enough. They think that just by saying, well, I'm not ready, that covers them for a year. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. like, well, I said yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, no, you but said you that. You are not ready, but we're still seeing each other like every night. And that's so funny because you're calling me baby and you're doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you got to pick what you want. And yeah. you know what? Like, 
I think my biggest, my biggest, 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 biggest advice actually is I was telling my friend this the other day because she was in the same predicament. She was like, oh my God, I want to be more, but we're not. I was like, dude, this should be the best time yeah. when you're like, oh my God, he texts me. Like, oh my God, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, you have to be willing to walk away and stick with your boundaries, whatever they are. Yes. It doesn't matter what they are. But if you, let's say your boundary is like, hey, we're three months in, you know what? I'm ready for something more. Like flip it, fucking flip it. This is my toxic advice. Be the, be like flip, instead of saying like, oh, like, do you want me? Be the one who's like, hey, I want this. And if you can't give me that, I fully respect that. But I don't want to waste your time. So we can be friends. We just can't fuck anymore. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna, you know, you're not for me. Yeah. And as but the hardest thing is you have to keep it to that. You have to, you have to say that. You have to like actually mean it mm -hmm. and be willing to walk away. And like, when you flip it, they're like, what, uh, I can be that for you. And then mm -hmm. like, why are we working to please men? Like men should be the one fucking pleasing us. I'm just like, I'm sorry. The fact that most men don't even know how to make a, a woman orgasm. And yet we're still working for them to love. Like, I'm sorry. It's true. Like it's really true. think, really think it's about it. They true. should be pleasing. They should be on their fucking hands and knees. <laughs> Baby, just get. Uh, you know, we're please. not gonna clip that one because we're gonna get the fucking thirty the men again in the in the comments. Just kidding. You know what? Let them see it. No, I don't care. It's, I mean, it's true. And also, no wait. Have you funny? Have you seen the TikToks of the guy? <laughs> these are so good. There's these TikToks going around of these guys on a whiteboard. And it was like how to get a woman to orgasm. It's like step one, and they all come up. They go, <laughs> and then it switches. The next guy, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> or like how to know if she has it was literally Aww. the funniest thing ever and i'm like yes like own it like it's okay like oh my god uh, a woman's body is complex and Th beautiful that turns me on just you being self-aware yeah you know what i Absolutely. mean instead of those macho men who are like oh yeah the yeah. Uh, 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 um when dj Khaled was like i don't go down on my wife oh my and god then the that's rock right. was like i know how to please my I woman i was right. like fuck Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. I agree with that. I think it's like setting. Oh, but it's so much easier said than done. Like setting your boundaries and following them. I mean, in a dream world, we all want that, but it's just that's not. It, it's usually I think not. The I will case. say what will make it easier is when first weekend you're like, hey, I'm just having fun. Like we can check back in in a few months. That at least gives you a leeway of like, hey, we already talked about this. The time's coming, etc. Or tell your best friend like, hey. Give me four months to have fun. I might get my heart broken, but check in with me and see how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like just, just something. So you're not in the worst place to be is when you are in a hole, you're scared to talk to any of your friends. You're embarrassed to talk to any of your friends because you know, he's treating you horrible, mm -hmm. but you don't want to leave. Like at least just be like, Hey, I choose one person, whether they're Delulu or not be like, Hey, I I'm aware. I have one friend who she's, um, she's dating this guy they're not official, but she's scared to tell her friend because her friend's friends with his ex and stuff. And I was like, I heard about this. I was like, I, I heard was, about I, this. I was like, the best fucking thing you can do is tell her like, hey, I'm aware he may be a shitty guy, but like, I need this for me. I hope you can understand that. Uh, like, just be honest. Just be open and fucking honest. Um, and yes. I think that's the be best. Be honest with yourself. That's what I always have mm -hmm. talked about on situationships is like, be honest with yourself. I let mine go on for like almost a year. Mm -hmm. And at but probably, when, but it's hard when in six months you're like, well, I guess we've only hung out four times, but it's been six fucking months. Yeah, that's you know what true. I mean? I mean, like I would say genuinely probably at like month two yeah. or three, two, I, I, I feel knew, like two three I was months. like, this is just not, this is not what I want. I knew in my gut, it's not what I wanted, but I was like, it's fine. 
like, also, it's comfortable. It's going like, well, to work out. I'm well, going to make this happen or I'm okay with this. I actually just, I'm a cool girl. I just want to be like friends with benefits. This I is, like, have totally to, fine. Have you heard of the word limerence? Yes, I have. Oh, well, I didn't know what it was until recently on my For You page. Again, <laughs> you're clearly not on that. Um, basically, limerence is a mental state of profound romantic infatuation, deep obsession, and fantastical longing. Limerence. Limerence. Can you use it in a sentence? Limerence is a term that was coined by psychologist Dorothy Tenov in the 70s, relationship therapist. The experience can range from euphoria to despair, like hot and cold, like all over the place. It's the same idea of you falling in love with potential or a person. Like mm -hmm. you are just in a state of like, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. And then you take a few steps back and you're like, why am I thinking about you 24 seven when like, we're not friends. We don't, mm -hmm. we, we're not even a thing. We're not together. You've made it clear we're not together. So let that be a little, maybe you're in love with yourself. Maybe you. you're in love with the love you have to give someone. I love that. And to end this conversation, two little last notes that I want to say, I feel like from my personal experience and what I hope my friend doesn't go through, but if she does again, canon event, write a passage, mm -hmm. do whatever you want, girly. For me, again, when I said earlier, like the ball is in your court, you just don't even know it. You don't even feel it. I had a revelation when you were saying that when they first start it and it's like a jump of who gets the ball. I feel like that's most situationships, but you assume they have the ball the whole time. Mm. But in reality, it's like, what do you, what's your next move? Like, do you, you know what I mean? No, I completely I feel like that me, yeah. was my revelation. Sorry. No, you're so good. I agree with that. I think, yeah, for a, a lot of times it feels like the opposing team has the ball the whole time, mm -hmm. but really in all actuality, most of the time you're calling the shots. You can decide when you're done with this guy, with my guy. It was all the same of like, I don't want it, but like you're, but like still calling you, still texting you all the time, still acting like things are fine. Even after he just says that, like what they're really saying is like, they don't give a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be the one to step up for yourself and be like, I'm done. I don't want this anymore. Don't talk to me, this block might them, delete them or just simply stop replying. Like you, if they're not gonna respect you enough to, to understand and like really mean what they say when mm -hmm. they're like, I respect you too much. Like I'm, I'm not good for you right now. You deserve like someone way better. Okay, then leave me the fuck alone. Yes. Give me that respect, but they don't because they don't actually mean it. Also look for the icks. That's an ick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I told ew, her, you're not obsessed with me. That's I told her ick. write down everything. She told me this, the party, the busy boy. And I was like, every time you want to text him, just look at that. Look at that list. This just literally goes back to what you were saying. All of the stories we said earlier, he gave me excuses after excuse and so forth. I decided to choose myself after I realized he was not going to be there. I realized it was time to move on. Like most of these have the, I just got so worn down and tired mm -hmm. and I and was done putting up with it. And unfortunately that person, you have to decide when you're done. I was going to say along with that, I felt like with me, I always imagine like a, like a roller coaster, like up and down, up and down. But as it's kind of like cascading and descending, because in the, in the beginning when it was like so hot and heavy, I remember being like on a high. And then when it like went bad, it was so low. And you mistake those high for love. You do, emotions. you do. And then also though, I will say, over like the course of the year there, of course it was up and down, up and down, up and down. And I feel like that is what a situationship is, but I was never able to get as high as I once was. And mm. it just is kind of like that. And you kind of take that shit until you're like, 
it's not even worth this like baby bump high that I get anymore because it's gone from like a level 10 high to a level nine to a level eight. Every time something happens, it's just like, you can't get as high as you once did because you lose faith in that person. You lose faith in love. You lose faith in yourself. And you just eventually get like fucking exhausted by it. And then you're like, I'm done. And then even when they still hit you up, you're like, no, I'm actually done now. And that's kind of how I feel like a lot of them fizzle out and end. Now I will say also, I feel like these situation ships that I'm talking about are, are um, again, very alike, but also like a little bit more, not extreme because they weren't extremes, but just like a little bit more than like some situationships. Some situationships are like on a very like low level and aren't like, we don't need to read into it this much, I will say. But I do think my last note that I want to end on is I told her if she does want to reach out to him, like in a dream world, I hope she just never talks to this man again. Mm -hmm. I hope that she's done and never speaks to him again, never sees him again. But I told her if you in your heart, and I'm like speaking to camera, if you are in a situationship right now and you want to end it and you want to say something to them, don't say anything that you think will make them change their mind. Mm -mm. Don't say, don't say anything that you don't actually genuinely want to say for yourself. Mm -hmm. I told her, I was like, at the end of the day, he frankly doesn't care. At the end of the day, he doesn't have much respect for you. So if you're gonna say something, like don't even try to go in there and be like, I'm gonna make him feel bad or I'm gonna make him be in love with me or I'm gonna make him whatever. Don't play games to try and make him come back to you. Like I was like, just, if you have things that you wanna say for yourself, absolutely call him up and say those things. But don't say anything in hopes that he's gonna hear it and change his mind or feel any sort of way because most likely he won't. And don't, don't even give him the satisfaction of like wasting your breath on him. I fully fucking agree with that. I was on my phone because I was trying to look up. I saw this and I'm going to ruin it. So it's something along these lines, but it was like the, the that high feeling you were describing. Those are the same exact chemicals that become released when you literally are addicted to drugs. Like that's why your brain, you literally can be addicted to that feeling and that love, like that roller coaster high mm -hmm. is the same way it's literally the same part of your brain. I was trying to look it that up like, it so much like a woman in STEM, but I'm not. <laughs> um, but literally like look it up. It's so crazy how like our brains are so powerful. And again, this brings up, it's not him. It's your brain. It's, like, yeah. it's and oh, um, but I was laughing earlier because I pictured, <laughs> I pictured you at that time, the roller coaster. I pictured you on the Santa Monica Pier roller <laughs> yep, coaster. Yep, yep, yep. You came back to the front and I, was, I see you being like, <sighs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I the hysterical yeah. lashes, oh, up, lashes, hair, hair. And I'm like, again. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you just stay on that roller coaster for as long as you until you're sick. Until you're just, I don't want to look at the fucking Santa Monica roller coaster again. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. That's I feel like how usually the cookie crumbles. And I, from what we read earlier, it seems to be that is it, just in different fonts. Oh, let me just say also. Um, at the time that I was in my situationship, I had two college besties that were also in situationships. Mine didn't work out. One of my friends didn't work out, but my other friend is now married to him and has a beautiful baby girl. So I'm like, yes, I know. I just shit on situationships and men for a very long time. And I feel very true in everything that I said, but I also just want to let everyone know, like there are worlds where it works out and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And so Yes, I'm I just dying wanted to say that. Someone's like, oh, thank God. I'm I know exception. I am the exception. <laughs> I think let's it. let's think that we're not the exception, but like there's a world where it could work out. Well, whether you're in a situationship or not, a relationship or not, boundaries are important, communication's important, and you can't have you you won't you have to have that in everything. So. And also just remember it's not they're not that great. No. It's 
like you are falling in love with yourself. You literally are. And that's a beautiful are. thing. And that's not Delulu of us. No. And you it's are. again, a canon event and it's a good thing to be realistic and to learn to move on with your love life after. And then it, it teaches you good lessons that you can carry on through the rest of your life. And I have one last thing I want to say too. <laughs> yes. If you're the friend of someone who's going through this, let them go through it. Like don't, don't yell at them. Don't like make them feel less than. Don't like, throw shoes at them. Don't throw shoes at them. Like truly. <laughs> It is, it's a canon, it's part of life and it's something, unfortunately you wanna help people not make the same mistakes as you, but like you have to let them live life and learn. And when you're the one who's like, don't do this, don't text them, don't talk to them, like they're gonna do it anyway. Like, yeah, just don't be like, I don't know. I'm, I'm very passionate about that. I mean, you were my Delulu friend, but when you really boil it down, you were the friend that knew I was already gonna do something. Everyone already knew I was gonna do something, <laughs> but like you were the only friend that I felt truly comfortable being so honest with uh -huh. because I knew you wouldn't judge me. You wouldn't get mad at me. So many of my friends, and at the end of the day, everybody wanted the same thing for me. Y'all yeah. were just trying to protect me and protect my heart. But I had a lot of friends that were like, stop talking to him. And then if I was like, yeah, I saw him again, they'd be like, you stupid bitch. Like, yeah. why are you doing that? And um, I just- I knew they were right. I knew everyone was right, but it's not what I wanted to hear. No. And so the reason why you and I were able to grow so close and like was because I was able to confide in you knowing there was like zero judgment. I was never going to be in trouble. Um, and I felt so good with being fully honest with you. If I was like, yeah, I saw him again or yeah, I texted him back. I know I shouldn't, but I did. Um, and I feel like I, I really wouldn't have gotten through it if it weren't for you. No, don't make me cry. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But I, yeah, I'm really passionate about that because I'm just like, I don't know. They're going to do it other way. Yeah. Also, it's just funny knowing you now because then I like barely knew you. Now I know like Rem does whatever she wants. So now it's even funnier. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's funnier thinking. This bitch is crazy. It's funnier thinking I was like, oh, she heard me. When like in reality, you're, like, <laughs> you're probably like, I don't know. Uber, location off. Location. <laughs> you on your iPad? I'm at <laughs> Yeah. I called Jesse. Hey, what's that spoofer app again? How do I pay again? <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Situationships. I'm so sorry if you've been in one, but you are not alone. You're not alone. And you are fucking amazing. And we love you so much. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.